right, well, welcome to EM Toxcast. Um, it is uh, early February, and I am not in Philadelphia, nor I am, am I in the Hahnemann podcasting studios that EM Toxcast used to occupy. I am now at Crozier Chester Medical Center, and my guest for the first podcast of 2020 um, and the new launch to my uh, chair position is Mark Sachs the program director here at Crozier Chester uh, for emergency medicine. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for having me on the podcast, and uh, welcome to Crozier. Yeah, thank you. Um, I am. I could not be more excited about having a job. <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> um, you know, things at Hahnemann um, went, you know, from bad to worse very quickly. Um, I've written an article. I'll put the link uh in the show notes for um, the article on uh, what happened at Hahnemann in academic medicine, and you can folks can read about it there. But I will say this: that uh, Drexel Emergency Medicine is sort of like reconstituting itself, and um, a lot of our residents. Uh, Mark, when he was program director, was gracious enough to bring on board some of our um, displaced residents, a good number of them. Um, and we are now in the midst of bringing on board some of the former faculty there as well to join us. So, Mark, um, I've been here for about uh, all two and a half weeks. Uh, I know as I, I know enough to get lost walking around the hospital. So, tell me about Crozier Keystone Health System. You know, Crozier Chester Medical Center. How it how it fits in? What the ho- what hospitals there are? And, and sure. Um, yeah, so first of all, it was a very bittersweet process for us. Um, you know, the I have fond memories of Hahnemann. Yeah. I started my career there. I was sure. there for almost a decade mm-hmm. uh, working there and working with people. And so it was very surreal to kind of go through that process and on the one hand be able to help and on the other hand feel like I was contributing to the demise <laughs> at the same time. And so it was... Uh, uh, you know, just very bittersweet, and I'm glad that it worked out for you. I'm glad it worked out for the residents, and I'm excited to kind of move forward as Drexel EM. I've always been Drexel EM, uh, and I'm happy to sort of continue that uh, that trajectory. Um, Crozier is a fantastic place. Mm. Uh, we are really, really excited to have you here, and really, uh, I think, provide great emergency medicine care, kind you of do. in the spirit of Hahnemann. We fill a similar niche in the community um, than Hahnemann did up in up in Philly. It's a little bit of a different community with uh, some different needs and uh, mm-hmm. and struggles, but uh, but sort of the same spirit of collaboration and we're in it together. Mm-hmm. And the, the folks who are here really want to be here and, sure. and participate in that. The same feeling and vibe that there that there was up at up at Hahnemann. Um, Chester is a struggling city. It's about I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes south of uh, Philadelphia, kind of, you know, along the river. Sure. And like many communities, uh, it's a post-industrial uh, uh, place. The industry has, um, you know, there's a shell of what it what it was in the past, and the communities are struggling. Mm-hmm. But what's really fun and interesting and enjoyable about the emergency department is uh, the catchment area that we have encompasses a number of different communities um, right, that have right. different um, sort of types of folks who live there, difficult, uh, uh, different um, medical problems, different Mm -hmm. uh, uh, access to healthcare, different expectations out of their emergency department visits. And so it's a fantastic place to have a training program. You see folks 
with a wide variety of expectations, a wide variety of medical problems, traumatic injuries, um, and so really diverse diverse training site. Yeah. So let, like, let's do it by the numbers. Um, Crozier Chester is a level two trauma center. Correct. And a regional burn center. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, you have uh, Taylor Hospital not far away, which is a smaller hospital, but um, shall we say less comprehensive, but um, more of a community-based experience? Sure, yes. The residents rotate through uh, Crozier Chester Medical Center as the primary site of their training. They also do some training at Delaware County Memorial Hospital right. and at Taylor Hospital. Uh, Delaware County is what I like to call a, a, a tertiary care medical center without the tertiary care environment. <laughs> uh, so the patient population and very acuity sick. and traumatic yeah. stuff is, is very similar to Crozier, but the level of um, consultations and subspecialists and things is, is markedly different. Right. Um, Taylor is really a, you know, a true community hospital where um, it's very bread and butter, emergency medicine focused um, with a, sort of a broader scope of practice in the emergency mm-hmm. department. There's many fewer cons- consults and, and uh, transferring gotcha. and stabilization is a little bit more uh, more things to do there. Now, there are, the fourth hospital is um, <laughs> Springfield, um, but that um, does not have residents, but that's kind of like almost, uh, it's approaching a freestanding uh, ED on some level. There's yeah, a hospital there. There is a hospital there. There's a hospitalist uh, that's there 24-7. We do admit patients to, to Springfield, um, but... Uh, Lo- the the volume is much lower and is a little bit more erratic, so we right. don't have residents go there um, because it's not as predictable an experience. Great, great. So that yeah, you know, I mean that kind of compromises everything that an EM resident um, will want to uh, learn about because or potentially experience as they move forward in their career, right? You know, it's a busy trauma center, yeah. straight up community hospital mix that in between super sick. Um, uh, don't have a consultant to run to the bedside type of phenomenon, and then maybe even you know Springfield being somewhat freestanding, if you will. Yeah, so it's it's a not only are the patients within the department pretty diverse, but the sites that we send people to yeah. are run the gamut of different uh, work environments down the road. So mm-hmm. I think our graduates are pretty well prepared for no matter what kind of uh, job or what kind of environment they want to work in. I'll let you in on a little secret. I was a med student at Hahnemann many moons ago, and we. Um, rotated at Crozier, and I did my sub-internship here uh, under the what was Drs. Raverby and Nelson, uh, two brilliant uh, internists who um, uh, in turn would terrify uh, medical students and at the same time inspire them. <laughs> yeah, well, so great, great education. Uh, and in fact, in, in back in the, in the 80s, Crozier was considered, uh, for Hahnemann students, was like a great place to uh, get your training. Yeah, I, I hope it still has that reputation. Does, I, I think, think that, um, you know, medical education has been a part of Crozier for quite a while, obviously, you know, since your days. Yeah. Um, the residency is relatively new, but the environment of uh, teaching and uh, the fact that the pathology here is really outstanding to learn on, I think, has been consistent over the years. Yeah, it was when I was on the trauma service um, as a student that uh, the Crozier EM docs were from the, some of the first EM people I, I've ever met, met and got me excited about the specialty. So mm. it's, kind of a, it's kind of a full circle for me on some level. So how many residents do we have here? So there are currently uh, 23 residents in the program. Gotcha. Um, we had 18 of our of our own residents, and then over the summer, as the Hahnemann uh, 
uh, closure was happening, we took we took an additional uh, five residents from Hop. Yes, we're become we're we're it's a refugee camp. It's right? a refugee camp. <laughs> we're all we're all washed up on the Crozier shores. Yeah. So um, from the Drexel standpoint, um, I am I continue to be the chair of emergency medicine for Drexel. Right. Um, Drexel, of course, does not have an emergency medicine residency, but the Crozier Chester residency will have Drexel faculty. And uh, I'm also going to be the regional associate dean for the Drexel campus because we're a regional campus of Drexel. Sure. So, um, and I should add, you know, that's not necessarily new. I've, uh, although I left Hahnemann and, and Drexel per se, I still have maintained my academic affiliation. And yes, my, uh, right. You're a so professor. I'm and a professor uh, of um, emergency medicine at, at uh, Drexel. So of course. That part is, is not necessarily new. Some of the faces are new, but the relationships, hopefully, yeah. are enduring. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I agree completely. Well, um, I'm very much looking forward to getting started here, um, you know, and uh, we have uh, just an unlimited number of things that we can do. Um, I'm already looking into the crystal ball at developing what I perceive as uh, some of the big strengths here, um, which I uh, can see already. You know, the ultrasound fellowship is, wow, was it in its third or fourth year? Or? Uh, second year. Second year. Um, and um, already have we already just signed an uh, ultrasound fellow for next year. We're signing new faculty uh, to um, you know accompany that expansion of the residency. So talk to me about what you see as the strengths of the of Crozier from the standpoint of emergency medicine and you know its its focuses. You know EMS, talks, things like that. Sure. Well, first first and foremost, uh, we have fantastic uh, patients. Uh, we have really outstanding pathology with a huge gamut of um, basically anything and everything uh, that will walk in the door at any time. And so it's really the fundamentals in, in you know, in basketball, you can't teach height and emergency right. <laughs> medicine, you, you can't choose your patients. There you go. Um, and so it's, it's really a fantastic training environment. We have some natural um, strengths based on both geography as well as the diversity of the sites within the health system to really hopefully capitalize on um, on that. We uh, have the Ultrasound Fellowship, as you mentioned. We have uh, a large catchment area for trauma and for burn and have an institution that runs an EMS program. Uh, mm -hmm. we, uh, our department is in charge of the division of EMS and is responsible for many thousands of EMS runs a year. Right. That's definitely uh, a strength and something that we can, we can build on. Um, we also uh, have a toxicology service, and we can um, provide consultation to a large portion of Delaware County through right. uh, through our hospitals and also through the call-in number uh, that uh, the folks in outside hospitals can, uh, mm -hmm. can avail themselves of. Um, this is another strength that I'm very happy as a toxicologist you're here to I know, us, I'm super uh, excited. Build yeah. upon that. Yeah. Um, we, as a community hospital, see... Kids, um, so right. on any shift that you can, sure. uh, you'll work. You will see uh, pediatric uh, patients. Um, we have a great relationship with Dupont. We send our residents down to Dupont, but right. also Dupont sends their uh, fellows up to to us for for ultrasound training, for emergency medicine uh, experience, and so you'll have the opportunity to uh, to see a lot of uh, pediatric patients. We're a trauma center, burn center. We have a neurologic ED uh, right. where we can uh, really provide cutting-edge uh, neurologic emergency treatment um, in the department and continue their care 
uh, throughout the course of uh, yeah, those were the it. things. Well, when I interviewed for the job, I got to tell you what stood out for me was the great people. You being one of them, to be to be completely honest. Thank you. Um, and number two was um, you know the huge potential in EMS, uh, the established uh, you know fellowship in ultrasound. And that neuro ED, I mean, that is just, it's in its, uh, you know, beginnings, but, uh, well, you know, where we are able to bring that will be, uh, I think, a great story to tell as the years go by. It's really a fascinating, uh, fascinating concept, and uh, the whole concept of neurocritical care in the emergency department, I think, is when we were just beginning to play with that at Hahnemann um, and carving out an area, so you guys are uh, already way ahead of us on that one. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, my first clinical shift is in March because, you know, you can, you can get started, but you can't do anything until you get credentialed. So they got yeah, the credential <laughs> meeting. And, well, we're looking forward to having you <laughs> so I can uh, have a weekend off. <laughs> and uh, we, um, uh, it's great to be back on uh, podcasting again and having, uh, having uh, survived Hurricane Hahnemann. But uh, you also survived a right. meteorological disaster. That's right. I lived in Oklahoma. I mean, I lived in Nebraska and never saw a tornado. And we got hit by a tornado uh, this fall. So uh, it was an F2 tornado oh and has done <laughs> tremendous damage to the house. I woke up at 6 a.m. Uh, to the roofers finally getting to work. Uh, so hopefully, <laughs> brighter brighter skies are ahead of us and brighter days. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. We, we both survived our, our hurricanes and our tornadoes. Well, thanks again, and I uh, can't wait to get started. All right. Glad you're here, and uh, welcome aboard. Ditto, my friend. All right, thank you.